Hey guys, welcome back to a new episode of Approved AF Podcast. I'm your host, Andy, better known as Just Ask Andy. And today we're talking to Khalid Raymond. She has professional services with Be The Spark Solution Group. Her goal is to teach you about your relationship, results, and alignment with yourself in particular. She's going to drop some gems about how do you balance a nine to five in your business? How do you become an asset versus a liability? And understanding your voice versus being visible. With these gems, Kalei is going to tell you that failure is okay. That's something to think about. Guys, go ahead and get your pen and paper together and let's get into this interview. Now I got black cards, good credit and such. Pay boy, cause I'm all grown up. <laughs> hey guys, what's up? It's just X Andy. I'm here with another episode of Approve AF with messed up your name. I was say tequila. Hold on. <laughs> hey guys, what's up? It's just X Andy. I'm here with another episode of Approve. AF and we got Keila that's going to be getting the interview today. Um, make sure you have your pen, your paper available. If not, don't worry. You can just hit the you can hit the rewind button and listen to this podcast again. So Keila, go ahead and give us some gems and introduce yourself and what business you have. Certainly. Thank you so much for the invite. It is a pleasure to be here. So my name is Keila Raymond, and I am the founder of Spark Solutions. And what we do at Spark is we help specifically women, but we have love for men too, but our audience is women, um, help them emerge from the shadows, right? So emerge from the shadows. People ask me, what does that mean? And um, I explain it this way. You know those people. If you're in corporate America or you work anywhere, right, in America or even outside of America, uh, it's that person that is that high performer. She's a rock solid. She's the team go-to expert. She's the manager's right-hand man. Uh, everyone comes to her for everything, but she is hiding, right? She is. She knows she's made for more. She knows she's called for more, um, but she just doesn't know where that is. She's dancing with the idea of more. And we at Spark, we help her uncover that dance, identify that more, and we help her emerge from the shadows to come out, come out of hiding, come out of her comfort, corporate cocoon, and be the rock star that she is. So in essence, I help people to get noticed and get promoted in their corporate nine to five. Nice. Oh, guys, if you don't know, we now have someone. There's room for the nine to fivers that's out there. It's cool being an entrepreneur, but you still need to shine your nine to five as well. So tell us about this industry and why you chose this niche in particular. So absolutely. So, you know, I have a love for entrepreneurs as well, too, right? So, you know, here, here's the beauty of that. I'm a nine-to-five gal. I'm still in my nine-to-five, but I'm also an entrepreneur, as you can hear, right? So there's no love lost on entrepreneurs. And sometimes, you know, men or women, we're in a corporate environment. And, you know, my, I'm in HR, right? So that's the, that's the nugget that I did not share, right? So since I was 19, I've been in HR, and I've been helping to lead organizations, improve organizations, and help leaders, right, do the same thing within organizations and build policy, make decisions, all that good, fun HR stuff. So I've been in that industry for nine years, and what I learned along my journey is that, 
you know, most often when people are faced with terminations or they've been forced to resign, because sometimes that happens too, <laughs> when they leave an organization, uh, my little HR heart is saddened. And it's saddened because I found that at least 80, if not 90% of the time, termination decisions are, you know, are fueled from frustrations and ego instead of facts and empathy, right? So, you know, people come to HR, my boss don't like me. And in HR, you know, we do a little HR therapy thing, ask some questions, get you back to work. Uh, you know, sometimes that might be true. And, you know, sometimes if you get the wrong boss, you know, they, they, they may make it difficult for you, but it's just so hard to prove that. And so because I've been um, on both ends of that spectrum, right, as an HR prof professional, I am not immune to that. So because I've been on both ends of the spectrum, I really want to change that landscape. I really want to be a part of the solution, hence Spark, hence helping women and men, um, but helping women, you know, emerge from the shadows and shine. I want to build a new um, brand of leadership. So I'm really looking to shake up my industry, you know, the HR industry, professional services and things like that in a new way and help, um, you know, I think I can curse since it's approved as AF, but help badass boss women <laughs> lead the charge. <laughs> Right. And you know, it's so crazy. Um, I, I have to put this out there. I quit my nine to five, August 1st, 2019. Everybody has mm -hmm. been rocking with me. No, I was like, oh no, I had some balls from hell. You hear me? Like, it was like, I could never do nothing right. And it was so funny. Like, it was crazy when she called my phone. I was like, I'm already on my way to your office. Like, it, it's cool. I already got to get rolled up again. Like, it was just that type of energy. I would walk mm -hmm. in, see her face and say, oh, today I'm going to get rolled up. Oh, today she's going to have a bad day. Like, it was so crazy. But I got yeah. so fed up with some of the things that she was doing. I let HR know. Funny enough, HR was like, look, we understand where you're coming from. We have this part. We have the boss in a counseling so we can get her uh, to get along with the other people. But you know what? This might not be the position for you. When the person mm -hmm. in HR team is like, what can you do? So you know what? Here's my two weeks notice. I'm out. I literally <laughs> left. I just, I couldn't take it. I've been in healthcare since 2005. And uh -huh. 19... 2019, do the math. I literally just said, you know what? Yeah, it was fun. Gotta go. So yeah. tell us, Keila, like, tell us, oh, what can we do? <laughs> Listen, this is, y'all, this episode is going to be funny as I don't know what, but tell us <laughs> what can we do when we feel the pressure of our boss is now making our entrepreneurship spirit angel come out like, yep, it's about that time. What can we do? What steps should we try to take and remember, hey, it's going to be okay? <laughs> yeah. No, that's a, you know, that's a, that's a great question. As I, as I alluded to and sharing a little bit about, you know, my, myself and my background, I'm HR and I'm not immune to it. So like, you know, I just want to put that out there in the universe to understand that as an HR professional, practitioner, HR leader, I've experienced it a number of times myself. So I just want to put that on the table for everybody. For those of you that think, yes. oh, HR is just, <laughs> you know, for the organization and they just, you know, they, I can't trust them. Trust me, you know, we in HR have our own things too as well. But what can you do, you know, as, you know, an entrepreneur who is still in the nine to five space? 
the first thing I want to do is, in, is encourage you to have the right strategy. I want to encourage you to focus on your goals and understand, Ooh. you know, where are you headed and where are you going, right? And I think for, you know, the entrepreneur who is still in a nine to five, it's very important to understand what do you want this entrepreneurial journey to look like or which is going to take precedence, right? Will it be my nine to five? Do I never want to leave corporate? And here's the thing, that's okay. Or do I want to bounce and give it to give it to deuces and really give this entrepreneur journey, you know, my full my full effort. My husband always says, my, you know, I don't want half your ass, I want your full ass. So do you want to give it your, you know, do you want to give it your full ass? Right? Excuse me, I'm cursing too much, but <laughs> um, and so that's a decision point, right? And that's something that I like to in spark when I as I coach um, leaders. I like to help them explore, I call it mining your more, mm-hmm. minding and mining, meaning with your head and also digging in to explore what the more is. And the faster you can decide which one takes precedence and priority, everything else falls into place, right? Yeah. So I think that's the first thing that I want to say to, you know, the entrepreneurs who are still carrying a nine to five right? Is your entrepreneurial journey just fine and it's just a hobby and a passion and it's a side hustle and you just want it to be that second stream of income? Hey, that's okay. It's your life. It's your decision. Then you know that it's a side hustle. But if you know and you experience things like Andy where your boss is writing you up, he or she always has something sideways to say, it's, it, it's exhausting. It's, it, it's, um, it's draining your energy right? You see it coming out in different places, like, you know, how you come home in the afternoon with your kids or with your spouse or, you know, with your friends, then I would, I would encourage that to be, to say, well, you know, you're right. It's probably the entrepreneurial spirit saying, you call for more and you plan with this side hustle, but this side hustle is really, you know, your answered prayer. And it's time for you to shift priorities and move into that more than not. But even in that, I think you can do that in a very smart, strategic way where you do it in a place to where you can trade off your nine to five for your entrepreneurial journey. And you've hit, you've hit the right financial milestones to do it in a way where you can show up approved AF. Hello. Right? If you don't, <laughs> yeah, yeah, because if you don't, you know, we know that. I mean, you know, your audience is entrepreneurs. It's it's lonely. It's messy. It's sticky. You know, mm-hmm. people don't fully understand your vision. There's so much that happens. It is emotionally that happens on that entrepreneurial journey. And if you add finances on top of all of that, oh my God, you might as well just go ahead and get your therapy session in order right now before <laughs> you make that <laughs> before you make that leap. You know, so that's the right. one thing that I would encourage them to do. Right, fully decide and decide firmly. Right. Um, is it just a side hustle and another stream of income or no, is it the thing that I really want to put my heart soul into? And then I think after you make that solid, that firm decision, all the other decisions are, are easier thereafter. So like in your situation, Andy, with that boss that was agitating you and aggravating you, you know, the strategy is, okay, I'm going to create a one year, a two year plan. I'm going to shift how I spend finances. Right. So that when that mark, when that time comes up, I'm not slave to my nine to five, which is a whole nother topic, Andy. But it's right. something that we have to, <laughs> we have to, 
we have to be, you know, cognizant of and aware of because what, what stalls us out or what stalls entrepreneurs out is being slaves to that income that comes in or to the benefits that they have being at an organization. And if you create that, be it six months, be it 12 months, 18 or 24 month plan, you're slowly, you know, getting yourself ready and you know what you need to do to give it to deuces and to give the two weeks like Andy did in November. <laughs> yeah. And I, I, I really want to um, add to that, guys. Um, what, what I have to tell you is, uh, again, I've been in healthcare since 2005. I didn't start my business until 2009. And I played with my side hustle. I have to say that very clearly. I played with my side hustle just to make a couple of coins coming to the bank account. My mm -hmm. reaction of what I was doing was the action of what went into my bank account. When I started getting serious about what I wanted to do, that's when I started seeing the shift of, okay, let me get my mind together because if I'm really trying to run this company like I want to, I need to be okay with myself and understand what's coming towards me. It was just the added bonus that this boss from hell really made me yes. start realizing, hey, you already have something going on. Now I want to change this from a side hustle, now change it to a company, uh, no, I'm sorry, to a business because you don't change it to a full-fledged company until you accept the fact of, hey, this is how I'm going to make my money and this is how it's going to work. So, yeah, I mean, that's very, very, very good tip that you actually gave us today. Um, also, what I would like to add is I stayed at that job for over, actually was coming up on my three years going into four years before I just said, hey, I'm out. So it's a big decision that you need to make before you just really say, hey, I'm leaving my nine to five. So Keila, kind of tell us Absolutely. about, uh, like you said, you started uh, in HR and uh, when you was 19, I'm sorry. Yeah, when you was 19, you've been 19. in the business for nine years. How would you now say, uh, when would you say you fully came into this side hustle and you turned it into a business? So you know what, my journey is similar to yours. It's been an evolution. So I, you know, felt a push because there was this creative and, and innovative side of me that wasn't being fed in my nine to five. And so I birthed Spark back in 2017 and I did some work. But again, because I have the nine to five and, and a husband and kids, right? Like just, you know, there's different priorities that have to bubble up right. in different places and seasons in your life, not just in your life, year to year, quarter to quarter. <laughs> so um, it's been since um, 2017 that I've had Spark, but that like you, it's been up, down, on and off when I can give it the, you know, the time and attention. And, you know, just in, and in those three, three years, I had a, a personal journey, kind of similar to what you're speaking to of your boss, uh, myself. Now I have all the skills that I need to shift. I know that I know the HR secret sauce. I know the game, right? Like nobody else. I know when the leader is playing chess. I know when the leader is playing checkers. I know when the leader is playing marbles, right? Now everybody don't have all that insight, <laughs> but I do because I've been in right. HR since I was night since I was nineteen. I've seen so much. Not only you know do I have the experience, but I have the education behind me. Degrees, HR certifications. I have it all coming behind me, right? So. I've found 
so in essence, I found ways to, I'm going to just use some good old lingo, to buck the system, right? When I saw my leader kind of moving yeah. sideways, I was like, you know what? Okay, all right, all right. We, we playing chess? Okay, I got you, right? And so I, I, I found ways to buck the system. Uh, I know how to play the game. And so what I realized here in the last, six or seven months, which my business has, has morphed it. And I went from B to B to B to C because what I want to do is I want to help other people like me, right? Like that, the struggle. The nine to five is something that pays the bills, right? And the side hustle most often is a, you know, is, a, is an additional stream of income, but most of us kind of rely on whatever that nine to five uh, brings in. And mm-hmm. I, I really want to be able to help entrepreneurs, you know, and entrepreneurs, those that, you know, um, have decided, no, I want to, I, I, I like entrepreneurship, but I really want to do that within the confines of a nine to five or within an organization, right? And help them um, to stand keep out. And, yeah. Yes. And keeping it, stand out and lead. Not just keeping it. If you are, you know, what we call in HR, a high performer, right? And that's your rock star. But we also have another term that we use, which is called high potentials. Now, a lot of people, don't know about this, right? This little HR secret sauce. Our high potentials are the people. (laughs) Our high potentials are the people that HR has partnered with leadership in the organization to say, these are our gems, to use your language, Andy. These are the people that we don't want to lose, no matter what. And so we have plans for these people, and most often these people don't even know they're on these plans. That's what I'm saying. It's real secret sauce, right? And we set aside budget for these people to develop them differently, you know, to support them differently. Because, again, the organization, the leadership in the organization has decided that, no, we, we, they're solid. Like, we want them in leadership or we think that they have these skills that we just can't do without for whatever, uh, for whatever reason. Now, I went on to say that, to, uh, to say I want to help people understand the game and know how to play the game. So I've shifted, again, I've shifted my business from helping organizations to build the game and build the the, the board game or the pieces Mm -hmm. to more so helping the people understand how to play the game. And I just felt like it was needed because, again, just to hear your experience from that leader and, you know, you, me, we are a dime a dozen, and probably we are probably more like 11 dimes a dozen. (laughs) <laughs> that happens way more often um, than not. And I, I, I do. I, I want people to hear, to know, and to know how, if you have the side hustle and you're an entrepreneur, but you need the nine to five to get you to that next milestone, you know, I want to help them to know how to do that. Or if what you want to do is the nine to five, I want to help you to get noticed, build a new brand of leadership so that there are more people with the right heart not ego, but with empathy, right? Leading these organizations. Okay, so you already know what question's coming next. How do we become <laughs> an asset versus a liability to the company? Like, how do we get on the list? At least if you could give us two or three tips, how do we get on sure. the list for being the person like, hey, that person is next and we're going to make this position for them and we're going to pay them this amount of money? Sure, sure. Um, I am going to give you some gems, right? And the first one that I'm going to give you is, you know, you kind of asked uh, this question of me is like, what, 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 how would you define or what do you think being approved AF is, right? And 
my definition of, of being approved is authenticity. Being authentic and being authentic just means showing up, right, with who you are. And I think that is the first key, right? That may sound nebulous and elusive, but it really, really mm -hmm. is, right? You have to mm -hmm. know exactly who you are, know your gifts, right? And I also feel like being approved is living and thriving in your genius zone, right? So I define mm -hmm. your genius zone as that unique gift and strength, right? It's working, it's you working at your highest, the highest form of yourself. And here's the thing, mm -hmm. if you don't know that for yourself, no organization can help you. And it's hard to, to get on that coveted list and it's hard for your leader to even go, yes, this is where he or she needs to be because he or she is not firm and certain in who they are and where they want to be. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that, mm -hmm. that is the first thing. And here's the thing about that. There is no silver bullet to that. You know, I, I help to coach people to get to that. Um, and, you know, it's, it's easier when I'm coaching one-on-one -on -one because I'm able to hear the story, the backdrop, like you could have told me about your leader, who she was. And again, like I said, I don't know if they play in marbles, chess, or checkers, right? So then I can coach specifically to that. But that's the first thing that I would say is if you're looking to, you know, to make that corporate climb, or even if you're looking to emerge as an entrepreneur, that's foundational. It is because even, you know, and I know, Andy, you can speak to this as well. Even when you talk about your tribe or your mm -hmm. audience or the people that's going to mm -hmm. purchase your product, they are looking for you to show up authentically. So if you're in a non yeah. it's the first thing you need to do. And it's a, it's a good place to practice that authenticity, right? So when you emerge as that entrepreneur or, you're, you know, it's a phased approach or happening concurrently because you have a side hustle, you still have to show up authentically. You know, so like, you know, I chatted with you a little bit, you know, Andy and, um, the approved AF, that's a bold name and statement for Thank a podcast, you. right? <laughs> <laughs> it is, but, right, you are approved because you're authentic to who you are and you know the audience that you're speaking to and you know what they need, you know their pain points, right, and you know how to solve that for them. So you can boldly say, yeah, we are approved AF. So that's the first thing, right, not belaboring that point, but that's the first thing, right, is get in tune with who you are, be approved by being authentic. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I don't know if you want to add anything to that, Andy. <laughs> yeah, so I am going to add, and I was like, yes, yes, all that, yes. Um, <clears throat> what I will say is um, you have to understand your position in your nine to five. Don't be scared to voice your opinion because you feel like, man, I'm going to lose my job. Sometimes when you're in those meetings and they ask, do you have feedback? Do you have suggestions? Honestly and truly, that's your time to speak up. Now, it's the way you deliver it versus what you're trying to make them understand. And I did learn that the hard way, but mm -hmm. I also found out that's exactly what my boss at the time did not like about Andy. Because they don't just call me just as Andy for no reason. It's because <laughs> I have ideas, I have strategies, I have goals, mm -hmm. and you can have one thing that you may have in mind, but I'm going to elaborate so much on what you have, you almost think, well, was that my idea or hers? 
it's nothing against <laughs> you. It's just making your idea come to life. And that's why I am just ask Andy. I, and I am approved AF. Now, <laughs> when it comes to your nine to five, now don't take it all the way above, right? You, you almost got to hold a little bit of back, a little bit back so they can come back and ask you, you know, you made a great point. Can you elaborate on that? That's when you show your genius. You know, um, when it comes to your evaluation at the end of the year and they say, hey, what are your goals? You have to give those goals in a strategic way to the point they say, hey, we want to we want this person to reach their goal because it's going to help the department. It's going to help the atmosphere within the department. It's now going to show that our department is doing this on a larger scale. When you really and truly understand the problem and whatever you're doing, whether it's a nine to five or just being an entrepreneur, and you can solve it with strategies, you now become the asset versus the liability, right? You are 100% <laughs> accurate, right? And I think you greatly described the second, the, uh, the other gem or the second gem that I wanted to share you know, uh -huh. with your audience, and I'm going to lump everything that Andy just shared into this one phrase, voice and visibility, and that's exactly what you just explained. That's the next nugget, right? The first is, yeah. you know, authenticity, and the second one is voice and visibility, but it's the strategy and the how you go about exercising and executing on your voice and being visible, and that's the thing mm -hmm. where you know, when you have a what we call an HR, a high performer or a, a go-to expert or a strong person, um, that's generally where it breaks down. And um, they're not, either their EQ is not high enough to tap into and go deeper into their leadership and understand the organizations and understand the things that are happening within the organization, within the team, within the department and connect dots for themselves. Um, so generally that's where I see where it breaks down. But no, you, you said that beautifully you know the, the <laughs> one thing that I think employees um, and even something that may hinder the entrepreneurial mindset is this this idea of that's not my job and they don't pay me enough mm. for that, right mm -hmm. so here's the thing where I'm going to speak to the nine to fivers and I'm going to speak to the entrepreneurs right so in your nine to five when you say that that is almost you know, a limiting belief that is working against you, right? So there's going to come a time in everybody's nine to five where they want a promotion, be it the next step, be it, you know, a promotion where you're maybe not even leading people, but you're getting higher levels of responsibility, which also comes more money. Um, and the person who has that, that's not my job, they don't pay me enough mentality, they never make the cut. And I can tell you that confidently, they get passed over and they never make the cut versus being the person like kind of what you described, Andy, the person that's saying, Hey, do you have feedback? Any questions? Any, anything you guys can add? Go ahead and add, even if it's one simple thing, or even if it's just a question, because that's the thing sometimes mm -hmm. employees don't understand the power of a question. And actually a question is more powerful than you giving the answer or just telling them your idea. Because when you can Jedi mind trick, I'm really giving y'all my nuggets now. When you can Jedi mind trick your leader and make them think that your idea was their idea, you subconsciously set in their mind, oh, my God, I love her. She is so smart. 
But really what happened was <laughs> you just pulled something Sorry. out of them and because they because they expressed it out of their mouth, they think it is genius versus you saying, hey, why don't we do X, right? Versus saying, hey, can I ask you a question? And you ask a few questions, ask a few questions, and you keep asking, and then that person realizes, I don't know why we do that. That is so silly. That don't make sense. And you just keep on asking your questions until you get them to the solutioning that you already had in mind. And then you say mm. something like, yeah, that's a good idea. Hey, can I help you? Can I help you execute on that? I would love to, to help you, um, to support you in that. What can I do to help? Because I think it's a wonderful idea. Trust me. It's, you gonna, your boss going to love you. Just trust me. Your boss going to get email me. I'll give you an email address later, but email me and tell me how wonderfully that played out for you because it will. Because everyone likes to be the person with the solution. And if you mm -hmm. want to flip, turn, get noticed, right, and elevate in your nine to five, then I'm going to flip and talk to these entrepreneurs, right? That's one little, that's a nugget and a way to do it, right? You don't want to mm -hmm. be the smartest person in the room, right? But you do want to have the right questions or you do want to go to your boss in a closed door environment and say, hey, these things were shared. I was thinking this. I was thinking that. What about this? What about that? What do you need me to help to support you for you to take that up, right? And let mm -hmm. them be the leader, but they're still going to see what they're going to see in you is potential. Now, let me flip and talk to the entrepreneurs. If you are an entrepreneur, you have a side hustle, and in your nine to five, you say things like, that's not my job. They don't pay me enough. I'm not doing that. Um, I don't think you understand the energy that you're putting into the atmosphere, right? Mm -hmm. And what will happen, because there will come a time in your side hustle or your business if you begin to get serious. Um, and I love business. Right? I have an MBA. I, do, I, 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 I support small businesses in various ways as well. Um, so what you're doing, though, is, you're going to get back what you put out there too, right? And so what you don't want is when you hire, whether you are scaling and you're starting off with a virtual assistant, right, or you have the funds to hire a full-time resource, right, think about that. That's the last thing you want to hear from them or mm -hmm. that's not how you want them to, to feel or think internally like that's not my job. Think about that. If you're the leader, you're the owner of the company, you really want people to bring them full selves and bring all their ideas to the table mm -hmm. because it's really collaboration. It's your talent that you hire and your collaboration that gives you your competitive advantage and edge in the market. I don't care what your business is. Even me um, and Spark, I have a team. That's not Keila doing that on her own. I have a team that's creating content. I have a team of virtual assistants. Right. And again, you hear me, I'm in a nine to five too. And I'm not doing my, my side, you see how I'm a side hustle, my business, I'm not doing it on my own. And I'm getting better results and faster results because I have a, I have a team. So I just want to say that that mindset um, is so critical and important, not only to move you and prepare you in your nine to five, but also in your side hustle or your entrepreneurial journey. So I'll pause so that you can add a little flavor to that, Andy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, because um, I know you got some sauce too. I know you got some sauce. <laughs> yeah, what? So with entrepreneurs, um, I, I'm just gonna be honest. We're running my own company. What I have learned is, no matter how we flip this thing, rub it down, add to it, there's no I in team. Whether you in full time entrepreneurship, business company, or you working a nine to five, there's no I in team. In order for you to get to certain levels, you're going to have to bring in either someone to help you 
or someone to give you more education to get to the next level of where you want to be. But I will also state it all comes down to mindset. If you continue to say over and over, that's not what I get paid for. Well, first and foremost, for you to let that statement come out your mouth, uh, you just did that. <laughs> you do not get paid <laughs> to say negative things for yourself or anything that you're getting ready to do because when you do, you now just paid yourself negative vibes, low b- vibrations, and now people around you may start feeling that way. And guess what? That's why you're not in part. Um, that's why you're not invited to the party next week or just the kickback next door because you now have that low vibration of that's not my job. I also would add to that is understanding, again, mind shift. As much as we don't want to wake up in the morning, as much as we can't stand that ball, <laughs> what I will tell you is I, I worked on weekends for three weeks, for three years straight. I worked on weekends. I didn't like it, but guess what? It was I was happy about that I had a job. I was happy about that. I was at work at five o'clock in the morning. Guess what? Nobody was there to bother me. So I could do whatever I needed to do to get my job done. And if I finish early, guess what? I can kick back if I wanted to. But now that I have my own job, my own company, guess what? If you continue to do those habits, what happens? Every action has a reaction. So you have to watch what you say as well is what I'm trying to say. No, you're absolutely right. And I love that too, especially for the entrepreneurs, because so another piece of what I do in HR is all around, um, well, it's another segment of HR that we call organizational development, right? And essentially I have skill sets in how to get the most out of people, how to get the best, right? How to drive performance. And so when you share your, the behavior that you were exhibiting in your nine to five, Right, like okay, I would go in early to make this happen. I'll pick up some work on the weekend to make this happen. The truth of the matter is, you are planting seeds and you are building the right behavior for that entrepreneurial journey. You right. probably didn't realize it or think like that in the moment. That is essentially what is happening because entrepreneurship is no joke. Right? Oh. <laughs> It is no joke. It is an emotional roller coaster. It's a financial roller coaster. It's, 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 it's so lonely in certain pockets, right? And one of the hardest things about being an entrepreneur is that is the visionary mindset that you have when you see a thing and you can see that thing, what it would be in two years, three years, five years, 10 years, and nobody else can see it but you. But here's the thing. You need a team of people to help you make it come to fruition, right? And so, and before the team can see it, you got to do some things or you have to do something, communicate in such a way to begin to help them see bite-sized chunks of that vision, right? And so if you don't have the mindset and the motivation to do that in somebody's nine to five, I know you think you're going to do it when you become an entrepreneur. Oh, no. (laughs) my My 19 years of HR and OD and working with people tells me differently. And I've done a lot of work in organizations around behaviors, behavior shifting, achieving goals, meeting goals, missing goals, improving KPIs, all that fun, sexy organizational speak. And if you don't have the behaviors now, the likelihood of you getting them once you say, I'm going to start my own business, 
Eh, eh, I, I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but it, it, it ain't it ain't it ain't gonna happen, Captain. Captain. <laughs> <laughs> right. So uh go ahead and tell us about um you know how can you um help others honestly and truly become approved AF, right? Like I, I, it sounds like the genius part of just understanding the mindset, but what else can you tell them? Hey, for you to get to this level, you might want to do this. Yeah, um, you know, I, I hate to keep harping on that, but it really is mindset and being really authentic, right, and honest with who you are, where you are. Uh, another thing that I would encourage people to do is assess their top five, right? You may have heard this. You, you are a sum total of the five people you spend most of your time with, right? And so if you're etching, you know, and kind of scratching at the surface of something more or something different, um, I would assess that, right? Um, with my very, I have a very, very close circle of, of friends. And even to them, you know, um, I'm very intentional about who I give my ear to. Right. Right. Um, and I, and I say it that way because, you know, the things you see become real, right. But also the things you hear because your thoughts turn into action. Right. Um, so I think that that's another piece to kind of, you know, morphing and shifting into whether you want to boss up in a, in a corporate environment or you want to boss up as an entrepreneur, um, I think it matters who your, who your circle is and what you're doing and your EQ, right, and organization mm -hmm. from a leadership perspective. That's a foundational skill set, right? Like if you're going to be a good leader, right? And, again, all the things I'm saying, they are transferable to entrepreneurs. Right. Yep. If you are mean as hell, if you suck and don't nobody want to be around you as a nine to five, let me tell you, you can go start that you can go start that side hustle and that and that and you can go be an entrepreneur. But what's gonna happen is you're gonna have a culture that sucks. And people are yep. going to say, Yeah, I wanna work for you, but they're gonna give minimal effort or they're going to leave you because again, if you don't assess yourself and you're not real, you suck because you're mean. Right. You're mean. Yep. You're you know, you're not gracious or whatever the things, you know, may be. I'm just kind of speaking generally across, you know, leaders and, and, and companies that I work with, you know, certain people that I've had interactions with. Uh, you're grumpy. You're negative. Uh, and so it really does, Andy. And I think you would, you know, you would agree. Right. From your own nine to five experience yes. to, to have it to, you know, building your, your side hustle into a company. Uh, it all starts with mindset assessing yourself, being honest with yourself, and then, of course, doing the work to change the behavior. So how I help people is, you know, I can see your blind spots, right? I coach people, and so I see your blind spots, right? And so I pull up a mirror to your face, right? I'm more of a tough love kind of girl. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm able to put the, the mirror into your face more quickly probably than you would do it for yourself, right? So that's how I help people. But even if a person just wants to do it, you know, for themselves and, and DIY the journey, it is, it's, it's, it's being authentic and it's, it's assessing yourself and being real with your strengths, right? Your weaknesses in a corporate environment where you SWOT analysis and that's all you're doing is, is, is looking at yourself from a strength, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats perspective. And you can do a SWOT on yourself or you can do a SWOT uh, on your company. I would encourage you to do that as an entrepreneur. I highly encourage you because that also will give you an opportunity to look at what potential markets you can enter into, what potential products you probably can extend 
um, a number of different things, right? Maybe that's a whole nother podcast that we can talk about. Yeah. <laughs> a whole nother topic we can talk about. Um, but I think that's it. It's authenticity. It's, it's having a real assessment, you know, of themselves and honing in on their EQ skills because as you level up, be it nine to five, be, an, be, it, be it an entrepreneur, um, you always have to add. Right. There's always, you know, once you get a, you know, a Kilo or Andy 2.0, the next version got to be either 2.5 or 3. And that means you're Hello. taking what you already <laughs> learned and you're and you're elevating what you already learned and continuing just to go from, you know, version 3 to version 4 to version 5. Right. Um, mm-hmm. And just keep that moving and going. So hopefully I answered that question, Andy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, no, no. You're great. You're great. So um, I will tell you guys that. Listen, at the end of the day, it's your decision on what entrepreneur book you may have or is that nine to five for you. What I do want to tell you as a recent retiree, um, your choice is your choice. And be okay if you leave your nine to five, go be an entrepreneur, you have to go back. Hey, it's okay. Um, I will also add, it's okay to fail and acknowledge that you failed. So you can do it all over again and do it a different way. This is why you have a resume. This is why you keep it updated. This is why you get trade certifications and everything else. So when you do take that route to go back and go to that nine to five and show that you are approved AF, you want to go mm-hmm. back with some tags that go along with it. Um, as they say, some credentials behind your name no. and go get what yeah. you really want at nine to five. But I also will say as an entrepreneur, when it really comes down to it, uh, it, it, it gets to the point of understanding if you want it, there's not a plan B. Understand plan A is it. The good, the bad, the ugly. You have to be ready for it. So, Kali, I will go ahead and say this, just your experience and talking to you. I fully understand the method of relationships, results, and being in alignment. <laughs> When it comes down mm-hmm. to it, and your solutions to your company is amazing. Um, shout out to you <laughs> for being approved. <laughs> um, go ahead and tell everybody how they can find you when it comes down to social media, a direct contact. Absolutely. So uh, if you want to connect with me, you connect with me on Instagram. Personally, that's at Keela, K-E-L-A-H underscore Ray, R-A-Y. Um, and from a business perspective, for Spark more specifically, that is at B the Spark. Spark is with a C, not a K. So that's at B the Spark. Um, and if you want to, uh, so yeah, I think AG is sufficient. If you want to reach out to me personally or professionally, you can um, DM me and find me on um, Instagram. And of course, I'm on LinkedIn um, as well. You can find me under Keela, K E L A H. And then the last name is Raymond, R-A-Y-M-O-N-D. I connect with everyone. Um, I answer any and all questions, and it would be an honor and a pleasure to help you be approved AF in your nine to five or anywhere else in your journey. <laughs> yes. So, guys, y'all know we're going to have a part two. Don't worry. Don't worry. <laughs> we're going to bring her back. So if you have any questions or you want some answers to some HR approved AF, <laughs> um, make sure you drop a review uh, for this podcast in particular a five-star review will be great um, make sure you follow Kali on everything that she does um, 
what else I want to say? Thank you so much again for coming on. Um, it's your host, Just Asked Andy, and this is another episode of being approved as what? AL. See you guys later. Bye, guys. Just a reminder. Thank you for listening to Approved AF Podcast. Make sure you like, subscribe, and leave a five-star review. If you by chance have a Twitter account, make sure you follow us at Approved AF. On Thursdays, you could be featured on Who Tried It episodes if you hashtag Who Tried It with your explanation. Again, thanks for listening to Approved AF Podcast. Make sure you click the link under this segment so you can get the latest updates, challenges, and even events that we're hosting. Also, remember, we have options that equal opportunities. So when the opportunity comes, we have options. Stay up with AF.